Merry Christmas! Thank you for tuning in to I Just Finished Work podcast with me, Rishay, and welcome to the first episode in the Christmas Traditions Around the World series. In this episode, we will delve into the Christmas traditions in Curacao, and who better to explain that than a native? So I hand over to the beautiful Melissa. Enjoy! Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. This is the I Just Finished Work Podcast Takeover by Melissa. Yay! (laughs) This episode is being recorded about an hour after the World Cup. So um, I just finished watching the exciting match of Argentina versus France, where Argentina was crowned World Cup winner. So yeah, history has been made, but I won't be speaking about Argentina or France. Today, I will be speaking about Curacao, a beautiful island in the Caribbean and the place I'm lucky to call home. Um, Well, I currently live in the UK at the moment, but of course, I was born and raised there, so that's still home, right? Um, So yeah, you just experienced World Cup history, and now you will experience I Just Finished Work History as I am taking over the podcast. So, specifically, the topic of today is going to be Christmas and Curacao. So, Rishi asked me to speak a little bit about our traditions over there, a bit about food and music, and what we tend to do on Christmas Day and the days leading up to Christmas. So, that's a little bit what I will be telling you about. Um, so one of my favorite things to do around the festive season is attend the firework shows. And there are loads of them, like lots of them. Usually around the beginning of December, you'll find out of the blue, (laughs) a flyer just pops up with a schedule of all the firework, um, shows taking place on the island in December. So that flyer usually makes it ra- makes its rounds and um yeah you just attend and um it's usually nighttime so it's like a lot of colors and it's really beautiful. I would say right now at this age I'll go to really enjoy the fireworks but growing up it was more of a social gathering. Listen, you have to make sure your fit is right, your hair is right. <laughs> And just make sure like you're ready to like make a grand entrance at the fireworks show. So yeah, I would say growing up, it was more of a social gathering type of thing. Um, of course, you're going to enjoy the fireworks as well. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a moment to network. Wink, wink. Um, but now it's more for the fireworks. Of course. You have to look good still, even now. Um, but yeah, that's one of my favorite traditions. And not only is it beautiful, we have this specific type of firework, which is not light. It's just make loud, loud noises. And lots of the businesses, shops tend to have like a little show for their um, employees. So that's during the day. Um, and you either have, either have like the bigger um, 
stores or the bigger businesses like a bank they have like the bigger version or smaller um, business as well and not only is that a social gathering for the public or their employees there's also some symbolism behind it and that is that the firework chases away all the bad energy so you can start the new year with renewed positive energy so not only is it a social gathering not only is it beautiful of course to see all the colors but there's also symbolism behind it which i really like one of the other traditions on curacao i would say is church it seems that no matter what religion you are there's always something happening around this time and you'll get invites from friends and families to attend church with them and yeah i think religion plays like a big part of Christmas as well in Curacao. It's not only a commercial celebration, but um, we actually really stop and take time to um, recognize the religious aspect of it, of it, which is the birth of Jesus Christ. So for me, myself, I grew up as a Seventh-day Adventist, and this meant definitely church on Christmas Day. Um, church would start, start earlier that day, maybe around... Hmm, it's a long time ago, actually, you know. I'm speaking about something that's 13 years ago, the last time. Well, actually, it's not 13 years ago. Maybe eight years ago, the last time I spent Christmas in Curacao. I think back then, church would start around 5 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, no. No, that's not true. I think... Actually, I don't remember, you know. It's been so long. I think this is a sign to book a Christmas trip to Curacao soon, <laughs> this next year. I actually don't remember, but I don't remember if it's if we used to go to church in the morning and then have our family meal or family meal first, then go to church. Actually, I don't remember, guys, but I know that for a fact, we would go um, to church on Christmas and there would be a lot of singing there would be the nativity performance as well and it would all be very beautiful and it felt it felt special I don't know it was like the same it's like the same building we always go to and I see the same people but I felt like there's like a serenity around going to Christmas going to church around Christmas so yeah I really enjoyed that um so yeah, that's definitely another a big part of Christmas on Curacao. And then actually going back to the 24th, which is a tradition I think might have come from Latin America. Not sure if it's the entire Latin America or just Venezuela, but we celebrate the Noche Buena. So Christmas really starts already on the 24th. And I would say one of my favorite Christmas memories was, I think the last time I celebrated Christmas in Curacao was, was Noche Buena at my, one of my best friend's house and her mother um, had like a party and it's so funny because <laughs> I think the party started maybe around seven or eight, something like that. And it was just gospel. So we were just praising God, thanking God, <laughs> praying. It was like a mini sermon, I believe. Once the clock stru stru uh, strike 12 o'clock, I think there was a prayer. 
And that was it with the gospel songs because then it was time to party. <laughs> so for me, that's like the perfect balance. It's just thanking God for like being together with family and friends and celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. And then it's time to have fun, guys. <laughs> it's time to have a little drink and just like dance. Um, yeah, it was really good. I think that's one of my favorite memories. So that was like the note from Noche Buena to Christmas Day. And that was really lovely. Um, what else? I feel like I've got so much to say about this. And I feel like I'm getting a bit nostalgic as well. It's like, ugh, I'm just sitting here talking about it when it's actually happening as we speak. If you know what I mean, like the, the festivities are happening literally as we speak because it's 18 of December. I'm sure there's like a fireworks show somewhere going on right now, but I'm not there. No, here I am in Birmingham in the cold weather speaking about it instead of experiencing it. But yeah, anyways, hopefully next year. Um, another tradition I would say for Christmas in Curacao and the days leading up to it is definitely a beach day. It's an island. And you know what? I wanted to do this at the beginning of the episode. I'm sure there are some people thinking, Curacao, I've never heard of this place before. Um, so I'm just going to spell it. It's C-U-R-A-C-A-O. So while you're listening to this podcast, Google it and you'll see why every day is a beach day on Curacao, even Christmas Day. So personally... I've never celebrated Christmas at the beach um, because it tends to be more a church day, family day, food type of um, vibe for us and not going to the beach. But the beaches are always packed, even on Christmas Day, especially on Christmas Day. So, yes, every day is a beach day on Curacao, even on Christmas. Um one of my other favorite things to do, like nightlife in Curacao, so besides going to the fireworks shows, you also have the music. So you've got like live bands literally around every corner and they play a specific, specific music genre called Aguinaldo um, or Gaita and it's specifically on like Christmas song. Christmas songs and it's really lovely I mean you can look that up as well it's it's hard for me to describe um the type of music it is because it's not any I guess popular one of the popular genres like I don't know just saying something R&B rap or it doesn't sound like country music it just sounds like Aguinaldo so it's quite difficult to explain how the music sounds like but yeah, it's like live live bands. You've got the musicians playing. You have um, the women dancing in front. So actual like um, a choreographed dance. Um, so it's like a full performance. You've got like the live singers, usually like four or five of them. And it's really great. You find it um, at the, how do we call that? Um, it's not like a pub. We call it snack. <laughs> it's like a pub vibe, but the island version of a pub. Well, I'm saying pub as if everyone listening to this is in the UK, but I guess it's just like a place people get food and drink and it's not formal, but people just come together to socialize. So you, most of these snacks have um, like Aguinaldo performances. And it's really great because on a night like this, if on the 18th already, you can just like, 
jump in the car with your friends and family and just drive around, stop and look at the performance, then drive on going to the next, because you've of course received the flyer, so you know where the fireworks show is tonight. Go to the fireworks show, have some food. So yeah, it's like, it's really great nightlife, Christmas. And of course, there's lots of Christmas decorations as well. So like Christmas lights everywhere, sometimes with a Caribbean twist. So you find like a, a Christmas dolphin with a Christmas hat. <laughs> oh, I really love it. Oh, home, <laughs> missing it even more. I think as this podcast go, I miss home even more. So yeah, that is music um, around Christmas time. And of course, I saved the best for last, which is food. Um, food, I think plays a big role in Christmas celebration. Literally doesn't matter what part of the world you're from. Um, and Curacao is no different. Um, I think one of the favorite for most people is the Hamdi Pasco, which is well, literally translated as ham of Christmas, Christmas ham, which is pork meat and with like a very sweet glaze and decorated with pineapples and cherry. And it's most people's favorite, I would say most popular Christmas um, dish. For me, again, I grew up Seventh-day Adventist, so we didn't eat pork. So um, my mom would make like... <laughs> The, the the vegetarian version or the, the, the turkey version of the ham de Pasco. It tastes really, really good. I've had ham before. It does not taste like ham. Not even close. But um, it tastes nice. So thanks, mom. <laughs> and I think the other favorite is the ayaka, which again is a difficult one to explain, but it's 100% worth you looking up. Um, it's like made from corn meal dough and it's filled with either chicken or vegetarian and um, in the meat there's um, veggies like olives onions prune and then it's kind of all folded together and then wrapped with banana leaves and um yeah how do you say like um hold together with a piece of thread i guess um and frozen so usually if the thread is red you know it's a spicy version or if it's like white or gray or like a neutral color it's not spicy i tend to go for the chicken spicy it's really good um and yeah you buy it frozen it actually is quite an expensive dish christmas dish it's expensive i think i the last time i ate it was last year well actually this year because once you freeze it you can literally eat it all around the year um but yeah i bought it christmas time last year i was visiting netherlands which there's a larger community of curacao people so you they, you you'll find somebody that sells it um unlike here in the UK. But yeah, I bought some over there. And I think for one of them, it was about, I want to say seven euros or maybe eight euros. I don't exactly remember, but it's not, it's not really, it's not really cheap, but it's definitely worth it. But yeah, if you have a, fa a family of five people and one, of course, is not enough to have, um, it's quite expensive, but 100% it's worth it. I remember I bought, I think, about 10 of them and I had some. And then 
um, I was traveling back to the UK with my friend and I was kind of hesitant to give it to her because it's, 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 uh, it's really delicious, but you have to be open-minded to try it, right? Because it looks different. It's like wrapped in banana leaves. You're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so I was, so, and it's expensive. So you don't want to give it to, to someone and they waste it, you know? So I was kind of um, apprehensive at first, but then I was like, okay, hey, do you want to try something like a special dish from us here in Curacao? Um, and she had it and she said it was one of the most delicious food she's ever had, ever in her life. And she's 30 something years old. <laughs> so I was very, very happy that, that she enjoyed it. And of course, proud because it's Curacao food and that's where I am and that's where I'm from. So it's nice for people to actually try your food and say, whoa, this is really delicious. So yeah, that's the Ayaka. I think I have one frozen still, you know. I think my last Ayaka, because I brought them over to UK, I had in June. <laughs> and I had to text my mom like, mom, can I still eat this? I'm not going to die if I eat this, this six month old Ayaka, right? And she said, no, just have it. And I had it and it was really nice. And I think I have one more left. So I think after this podcast, I'm going to ask if my mom will ring and ask if it's still good to have the Ayaka, which has been frozen for the last 12 months. So... Yeah, <laughs> looking forward to that because this year I'm staying in the UK and I'm not making the ayaka myself because it's a hard, hard job. And yeah, honestly, it's really delicious, but I can't be bothered to do it myself. Um, So yeah, my hope lies on that one, one lonely ayaka I've got in the freezer and hopefully it's still good to eat. Um, I think that's it, guys. I hope I've... Um, gave you like a flavor of how Christmas is in Curacao and maybe who knows maybe one day you'll get to celebrate Christmas over there and if not Christmas hopefully one day you get to visit it's a really beautiful island and I'm gonna do some promo now as well because over there most of us speak four languages so yeah we speak Spanish, Dutch, English and our own language Papiamento so I'm just saying that to say um you will be able to communicate with the locals and they're very friendly as well. Beautiful beaches, great food. And if you're lucky enough to visit Curacao in Christmas, on around Christmas time, I'm sure you have like a great, great time. It's not going to be a white Christmas. It's going to be more of like a blue ocean, white sand, green palm trees type of Christmas. <laughs> so before I close off, wrap up this, I just finished work. Curacao Christmas edition takeover. Oh wow. That's a long title. <laughs> I'm just going to wish you all a Feliz Pasco, which means Merry Christmas. Y un Feliz Año Nuevo which means a happy new year. So Feliz Pasco y Feliz Año Nuevo. And that is it. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you, Melissa. Yes, podcast take over. <laughs> so I know you've enjoyed hearing all about the Christmas traditions in Curacao. So you can definitely look forward to the upcoming episodes we have also featuring special guests. So once again, Merry Christmas and see you on the next episode.